0: Welcome. You're listening to the Aligned Self, Conversations in Creating a Conscious and Abundant Life. This is Daniel Denovi. I'll be your guide and host. Let's see just where we can take this. Hello friend and welcome into this quotable Monday. This episode, I'm actually piggybacking on the previous episode that I did on manifesting spells, prayers, and invocations. I wanted to expand on the whole idea of spells and spellcasting and how it works with your mind, how it works with the universe. I'm going to do that by introducing a quote from David James Lees. Now, David James Lees is a Taoist monk, and he said this about self-talk. Be mindful of your self-talk. It's a conversation with the universe. And I'd like to add on to that by saying everything that you say to yourself is hypnotic, self-hypnotic in nature. You're essentially casting a spell on yourself. And if we were to define spell, it is a word or a phrase or a form of words supposed to have magical power, the power to enchant. Now, enchantment is when our mind state or our perception has been altered based on the reception of communication or something that has been uttered. Now, when we talk to ourself, it shifts, alters, or influences our internal state. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. That's a quote from the Bible. So our self-talk is not only a spell or self-hypnotic It in the the fact that it changes our internal state, influences our self-perception, our self-identity and the results that we create out in the world. But it also has ramifications. It casts ripples out into the universe. Remember that every thought that we have begins the process of law of attraction. And as as we focus on a particular thought and imbue that with vibrational, emotional energy, then it begins attracting other thoughts that vibrate at that particular frequency. Or a thought form, which is a collection of thoughts that are associated with that vibratory state. Now, if you've been listening right along, you probably remember the episode that I did is that you cannot afford the luxury of a negative thought because it impacts your body, it impacts your mind, it impacts every aspect of your life. Some people think, well, it's just a thought. And in some respects, it is just a thought. But if you think A thought over and over again, if you concentrate a certain amount of focus in it, if you have an emotional response to a thought, then it's causative in nature. And I just want you to be aware, present to the idea that every thought that you utter, every thought that you have in your head has the potential to be causative in nature. You could be casting a spell on yourself. When you make declarations out into the world, when you declare other people are a particular way you're casting a spell and the only reason i'm talking about spell casting is because we're just hanging around here in halloween land but like i said in the last episode there's no real difference between the the function of a spell or a prayer or an invocation they or an affirmation the things you say to yourself self talk it all functions the same it's creative causative, generative in nature. Now, I'm telling you all this so you can be response-abled for the thoughts that you have. Notice and be present to the thoughts that are flowing through your head. What I don't want you to do is to be overly defensive, overly critical, overly concerned with every thought that you have. Because you have to focus on a thought, you have to gain momentum on it, you have to have that physical palpable emotional response to the thought in order for it to have any power in your experience. And then if you know you, it's just like going down a road that you don't want to go down anymore, you can start shifting and focusing on other thoughts to send your mind in a new direction. To repeat David James Lee's quote, Be mindful of your self-talk. It is a conversation with the universe because you my friend are god god is all that is you are an aspect of infinity you are an aspect of the universal consciousness and so you're and so you're directly tied to all that is you have a pipeline a hotline directly to the universe and but yet, yet sometimes we make the mistake thinking well it's just me it's just a thought in my head it's just it doesn't really mean anything and when you do that I'm, I'm sorry, but you are discounting just how powerful you are. You're actually creating yourself as an impotent force in the universe. My friend, you are a causative force in the universe. You are one to be reckoned with. In fact, you are the one you've been waiting for. We have no idea what we're capable of. This is an idea that's been rambling around in my head since my birthday. I was self-reflecting and just taking a a stock of what I've accomplished and what's possible. And I realized that uh, I haven't really been demanding that, uh, that much of myself lately. And capacity is a state of mind. It's a reflection of our self-identity. How much can we earn? How much can we do? How fast can we learn? How fast can we accomplish something? These are all, these all fall in the realm of self-identity. But oftentimes these ideas are reinforced with the spells we cast on ourselves. The self-talk, the limiting ideas that we hold and reinforce internally, verbally, internally, internal dialogue, And sometimes we actually say it out loud for others to hear. Oh my gosh. And the reason I'm really doing this episode is that I want to draw your attention to the idea and the perspective that if you were an all powerful wizard, an all powerful sorceress or whatever label you want to put on it, but if your words had magical power and they do, but if they did, would you continue to say the things you say? To yourself, would you continue to say the things you say to your children, to your loved ones, to others in your world? If you knew that everything that you uttered had a consequence in the universe, would you continue to say the things you're saying? Would you begin saying different things? Would you begin talking differently to yourself? And you do have that power. So as you take on this idea that you are all powerful and that every word that you utter has a creative force delivers a creative force into the universe would you continue to say the things that you say would you use the same phrases would you same use the same words do a self inventory do a self check what are the words that you typically use day in day out what are the phrases that you use on a regular basis and you may be unconscious to these ideas unconscious to these phrases that you utter maybe not maybe you're not aware that you say things over and over and over again i'm sure that your loved ones would assist you in identifying those ideas those phrases that are less than productive less than valuable for what you want out of life now there's this idea going around the marketplace on tiktok and facebook and all these is toxic positivity. And frankly, I don't like the term. I think it's a fallacy. I, I, I think it's been described many ways in the past. It's just a new buzzword that you hear, but it points to some psychological processes that people go through. And that can be denial, where you actually deny that there's a problem, deny feelings, deny uh, mucky muck feelings, And that's also been referred to as spiritual bypassing. It's the idea that you don't have time for lower vibratory ideas, lower vibratory emotions, and that you're just going to take the high road. You're going to elevate your thinking and not deal with the pain. You're not going to deal with the upset. And if you've listened to me for any length of time, you know that I believe in acknowledging when stuff comes up. You acknowledge it, and then you go through it. You process it. Another defense mechanism, another psychological defense mechanism where we defend our psyche, we defend our self-identity, that's closely tied to denial is avoidance. We avoid mucky-muck feelings. I call them mucky or you know, Anything that isn't pleasant to, to feel or process, go through we tend to avoid actually broaching the subject thinking that if we just push it aside put it on the back burner that it will just kind of go away on its own a third defense mechanism is a term called masking and that's when we put on a mask and pretend that everything's okay in our life when maybe everything's not maybe we're going you know through hell and but we pretend that everything's okay that we're doing fine and frankly None of these tactics are bad in and of itself, but is it a persistent way of operating in the world? Do you continue to deny your feelings? Do you continue to avoid processing and dealing with unpleasant feelings? I don't consider that emotionally healthy. Definitely not for the long term. But, you know, if I was to walk in and talk to a surgeon and I needed the best surgeon possible, I don't want him to show up saying, you know, I don't really feel like it today. I want him to show up and give me his best. When I show up to a client, if maybe I'm tired or maybe I don't feel particularly excited or, you know, like I'm hitting on all cylinders, I'm still, I'm not going to say, you know what, you know, you're only going to get about 20% of me today. It's incumbent upon me to show up 110% regardless of how I feel. But I'm also counting on law of attraction. If I begin focusing on how I can serve, if I begin focusing on how I can show up, if I begin focusing on the positive aspects of the situation, then I'm going to start accruing other thoughts that are of similar vibration. And then before you know it, I'm gaining momentum and I'm on a whole different track. Now, I'm going to go into this deeper when we talk about uh, managing your vibration, but I don't want you to take on that if you have a negative thought that it's something's wrong with you, that maybe you're not good enough, you don't know how to to run your brain, or it's like at any point in time, you're going to have feelings that are less than stellar. (laughs) There's an example right there. See, I can't even say a debilitating thought or a horrible thought or terrible thinking or stinking thinking. And even that's kind of nice. But, you know, I say a less than stellar thought or less than amazing, less than productive. You know, I have a lot of different ways to say it, but I never point to the negative side of it. I kind of say it's less than amazing. So it's still still leaning towards where you could move in the amazing direction. That's how I cast my spells. That's transformational vocabulary. And I'll talk about that in another episode, probably near the end of the month. You know, word choice and choice of phrases that we use on a regular basis—they can make a profound difference on our vibration and our state of being, and all that. But it's a practice. It's something that I've worked on over the years. It's something that I've been aware of, and I've been made myself present to. And you know, most people live by default. And if that's where you are, then it's okay in just noticing where am i right now you don't have to stay here you don't have to stay there and if you're doing pretty good already pat yourself on the back but if you have the experience where you have been perpetuating a trauma perpetuating pain based on the story that you're telling understand that you are casting a spell on yourself you can break the spell by telling a new story and again this is where we want to make sure that we're not avoiding anything and that we're dealing with the feelings. So you acknowledge the pain that was there. You acknowledge that this thing happened. That's my old story. My new story is, is that I'm healing from it. I'm moving in a new direction. I'm claiming my power. Now, I've had a therapist tell me that it ain't that simple. And I argued, it is that simple. It's not necessarily easy. Because that old story is persistent, and it takes something to let it go. Because typically that old story is tied to our self-identity. It's, it's tied to, you know, decisions we've made ever since then. And so this is why we have to process it. This is why we have to really take a look at it, but look at it objectively. You know, as if you're looking back as if it happened to somebody else. And then that same therapist said, But you're not honoring the wound, you're not honoring the pain that they went through. I said, I absolutely am. But I qualified that by saying, You can either have the story of your wounding or the story of your healing. You can't tell both at the same time. And the story that you choose to tell becomes your focus. It becomes your point of attraction. And you start attracting like thoughts that are in alignment with the vibration that you're sending out. So if you're in the process of healing, of creating well-being, of autonomy, of authority and authenticity, then you will start attracting more and more circumstances that align with that way of being, that way of feeling. If you tell a story of victimhood and of wounding, you're going to attract people and circumstances in your life that will wound you even more. The law of attraction is always working. It's non-discriminating, whether it's a positive or negative intention. It's just saying, what is your focus? And it delivers more of what your focus is. Now, I have to say I've been around a while. I'm not new. I, I'm, I'm not new at this. I'm not new at life. And over the years, over the last 50-some years, I've had my experiences, You know, many of which could be conceived as traumatic. I've had my disappointments. I've had my detours. Things haven't always worked out. But I have this perspective that life is an epic adventure. And spiritually, it's incumbent upon us to evolve ourselves spiritually by taking these, these experiences in our past, turning the lead into gold, to elevate and transmute the energy around these experiences to figuring out how does it work for us? What does it now make possible? And, you know, there's my detractors that say that could be toxic positivity. But again, we're acknowledging the pain. We're acknowledging, you know, the trials that we've been through. We're just saying we don't want to live there. We don't want to, you know, roll around in the mud anymore. The power of your story, the story you choose to tell, defines you. It defines your life. It defines your self-identity. So I ask you, have you been telling a story... Casting a Spell of Lack or Possibility. The power is yours. Boy, I have to tell you something. This episode did not end up where I thought I was starting out at. But I like it all the same. I was going to talk about spellcasters out in the marketplace, the news, and you know, mass hypnosis, but I'll save that for another episode. Until next time, this is your friend, and host Daniel Novi urging you to follow your bliss. Live your life from inner signals. Be inner-directed as you engage in the epic adventure.